Tonight we are entering into our second episode of the, of the Extraterrestrial Podcast. My name is Sidalinik, this is Marcus, and you are listening to Fallen Out Radio. I don't have a whole lot of time. Um... Good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you're tuning in the podcast, whatever platform may be on, we're happy you are here. My name is Cita Linick, this is Marcus, and you are listening to Fallen Out Radio. Tonight we're, conc- or we're stepping into our second episode of the Extraterrestrial Podcast, and we have some interesting, actually new interesting stories and facts that you're researching that I think that it'd be kind of cool to get out there, because the, I mean, I've been following this for all my life, <laughs> all these stories and strange happenings and i haven't heard of the one that you had tonight the, the few that i found well you really have to like dig deep to find these and it's just crazy like because these ones are all backed up by actual facts like they're not just theories they're actual facts things that happen and it wasn't just like one or two people it was an entire town that saw this stuff so let's hear it <laughs> you just want me to jump right into it? Yeah, let's jump right into it. Okay. Well, when we kind of brought this up, I really started kind of, um, you know, looking up all kinds of, you know, videos, Googling, like just, you know, UFO sightings, you know, anything like this, like around the world, you know, just typing in random places. And then one of the, one of the things that came up was a place called Calaris. And this, this one really stood out because it wasn't just like, you know, one or two people saw the same thing or a group of five people, like, you know, like usually happens or maybe like people here and there. It was almost like the same thing that happened with the, um, what's that called? The, uh, Phoenix lights, the, yeah, the lights over Phoenix, because it was just an entire town that saw it. Mm-hmm. But not only that, it, this lasted months. It went on almost like every night, every day for like three months in sightings yeah it wasn't just sightings people weren't just seeing these things they were actually being chased by them oh weird like they were literally you know um reports people coming in saying that there's the they've seen these lights they've seen these um odd shaped um things flying in the sky that were following them or chasing them you know when they tried when they're running home or running wherever they were going they were literally like aggressive like they were coming after them and uh not only that they said that it would shine this bright light on them like to the point where you couldn't even see a lot of them were saying it was disorienting um they felt uh lightheaded they just they gave them weird sensations and they said they like a lot of them started feeling weak like they started feeling like um a lot of them described it like it was taking something from them, like it was taking blood from them that they thought, that's what they thought because they started feeling like weak. A lot of them actually became anemic over time. And, you know, some of them, their hair would fall out. And uh, a doctor actually, hold on, actually kind of wrote down some notes and stuff. 
Yeah, it was in, uh, in 77. And it went from, se- like, September to December. And um, there was a, this doctor that said that, you know, she, she treated, like, I think over 80 people. That were dealing with the side by, like, by herself, yeah. Like, her alone treated 80 people. And this was, you said this was Brazil, right? Yeah, it was a small, like, like a small, kind of like a, a like a fisherman town mm-hmm. in Brazil. It was just this tiny little place. It wasn't, it wasn't like, um, like this big booming city or anything like that. Like, it was just this tiny little, kind of like a poor, poor town. And just out of nowhere, they just started seeing these lights. Like, a lot of them were saying that they're coming from the ocean, like around that way. They said that, you know, like some people would be on the beach and they started seeing these weird lights in the sky. And the closer they got, you know, they started kind of getting a little freaked out. So they, they tried to like run away and that's when it would start chasing them. And there was reports of people saying that it was, um, they would be in their homes and a light would come through the ceiling. Now these aren't just like, you know, um, like little huts or anything like that. They, they were actual homes. And the light was coming through the ceiling. Yeah. Like through their walls and things. Yeah. They said like a light would actually come through the ceiling. And they said that, that you know, that's, it would, they'd feel like there was this one woman. She, uh, she said that this, um, this light came through her house, you know, through her ceiling and it hit her. And she said that, uh, she couldn't remember a lot of things. You know, she remembered parts here and there. And uh, she said that, you know, it. she felt like lightheaded, disoriented. And uh, the next morning she woke up, like it, she passed out. She, she woke up the next morning and she had like these red marks on her and like burn marks, almost like, um, almost like somebody shocked you with like a, a hot shot, like they used for cattle, like somebody shocked you. They said like they had marks like that on them. It wasn't just like one or two people. It was like hundreds. Weird. I think it was actually like a hundred, a hundred and some people actually came came forward with you know the same thing. So it wasn't just like you know some little thing that happened. Like it was so big that even the the um the military or not the military, the air force, the Brazilian air force, got involved. They stepped in because um. They were thinking, uh, you know, they stepped in because they thought it was, um, I think, like communist uh, guerrillas. Mm-hmm. That that's what they thought it was. So they went to investigate it, and it turns out that it was actual, you know, they, they like aliens. That's what they said. That like they, they thought it was like aliens, but they would never ad- like really admit to it. They wouldn't really talk about it. Like everything just kind of became kind of like hush. Yeah. And you know, people were trying to get answers and stuff, and. Um, they even came, you know, one of the people that, uh, that kind of talked about this, she was, uh, she was the doctor that treated all these people. And she, uh, she said that they tried to tell her to say it was mass hysteria. Like they tried to keep it under wraps. They tried to keep it, you know, from getting out. Like maybe it was something, um, you know, extraterrestrial or, you know, something like that, something paranormal. And they, they, they kept telling her to just say it was mass hysteria. And she said, you know, she, she told them no. She says, no, I'm not going to do that because she didn't just treat these people. She actually saw these herself. She said she was on the beach with like maybe five other people like with her. And there was other people on the beach. And she said that she saw this. Um, she said it was oval shaped. 
She said it was an oval-shaped craft that came in from the ocean, and she said that it was blinking red and green, back and forth, alternating between red and green. And she said, you know, she uh, the reason why she told them that she's not gonna, you know, say it was mass hysteria because it was actually affecting people's health. Like there was um, two people reportedly, you know, they they actually died. Two people actually died from this. And um, she said that it was like almost like they were um, exposed to radiation. You know, like uh, the same side effects you get from like chemotherapy and stuff like that. Like their hair started falling out, they became anemic. You know, started affecting them health-wise. And that was due to the light shining. The lights. They said it was the lights that did. they didn't say it just um, you know, shined on them. They said it like it was piercing. And when they said like maybe a few days later, you could start to see like almost like pinholes. Not like they said it was like needles, like a little bit bigger than a, a needle that they stick you with at the hospital. They said there was like those needles in like their chest and around their body. Oh, weird. Like after the light hit them? Yeah, it was after like maybe like the next day or so. They said they started noticing those those pin marks all over them. Weird. Like that just shine on them and they start poking them. <laughs> probing them inside. <laughs> Under the cover yeah, of like, light? I was just like, that was, it is, it's, it's a weird story if you look into it. Um, there was even a, um, there was a reporter or a journalist, he was, um, I think he was in the, the city um, um, next next to Calaris. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was this small city, and he was getting um, phone calls, like, off the hook. He said, like, people were calling him all the time, you know, saying, you got to go look at this, you got to go check this out, you got to go down there, you got to investigate this. So he took a photographer with him, and he went down there to investigate it. And, you know, he, uh, you know, he found, like, everybody saying the same thing, you know, they were all saying that it would, you know, these beam of lights would come through their house or these um, oval-shaped um, ships would chase them and it was shining this light at them and they'd all say that it gave them the same feeling. Every one of them had the same story. It wasn't just one or two. It was like over 100 people were saying that, you know, this, this happened to me. And you were saying that the military even said that it was massive hysteria, but also was it the mayor at the time that you were no, saying? Oh, um, the hey, I want to say it was the mayor. He um, he actually uh, he he denied everything. You know, he said that you know it was it's, it's mass hysteria. You know, it's, this didn't happen. And that was when he was in office. Yeah, when he was in office, and just like. Every story you hear, you know, if you, if you actually, um, there's a documentary about this kind of stuff where um, they actually have all these credible people telling their story, like governors, um, mayors, um, pilots, you know, people in the military, um, you know, all of these people coming forward with their story after they retired. And that's the exact same thing that happened with him. He denied it. And he said it was, you know, it was nothing. Like even when the Air Force left, you know, they they just up and left after a month, and without saying anything, they were investigating this for about a month, and then they just disappeared, saying that oh we didn't find anything. When all this was going on while they were there too, that's strange. But this guy, you know, this mayor, he uh, he said that you know this this didn't happen. You know, it was nothing. Uh, it's all just mass hysteria. And then after he uh, he was out of his out of office. When he retired, he finally came forward and said, 
it was all real. This really happened. It was it wasn't mass hysteria. And not only that, he said something happened to him during this whole thing. It's <laughs> creepy. And what he said was uh, was it was it was weird. He said uh, he was laying in his bed, and he said uh, this you know bright light came through, and he, when he went to turn around, something grabbed him. He said something like you know held him, and he looked back and he said he could see. It had no like, it had like no eyes. He said it looked like it had no eyes. It was almost like hollowed. And he said it was wearing some kind of suit. And it talked to him, but when it spoke, he said it spoke in like a metallic voice. Oh, weird! Like almost like it was talking through you know, something. He said it had a metallic voice, and it told him that we're not here to harm you. Yet it killed two people. <laughs> it like affected <laughs> like a hundred people. That's strange. In the um, I think a few days later, after he um, he went on record saying all of this stuff, he killed himself. He committed suicide. When the story got out, he ended up um, committing suicide. But the way he committed suicide was kind of weird because he he hung himself like he with it with a belt on his bedpost, <laughs> and his bedpost wasn't one of these giant you know huge full beds like which is like the post is all the way to the ceiling no it was like a tiny little bed it was a tiny little bed and it was like probably like I don't know what three feet you said he was sitting down yeah he right? was he tied it to his neck strapped it to the bed post and then he was just slouched like he slouched down you gotta have some willpower to kill yourself that way yeah like um, you know like usually when people get in that that position you know a lot of people when they try to kill themselves they they probably think, you know, okay, I don't want to do this. And they try to fight it. You know, there's there's signs of struggle. You know, there's always signs of struggle. You know, whether it be, you know, their their feet, you know, or something, them hitting something, or their neck being tore up from trying to, you know, get out of their, you know, whatever they tied around them. There's usually signs of struggle. But him, there was no signs. He was That's just strange. laying on the ground. Like, oh, like if, if he wanted to stop you know killing him like he could just stop this sit from up. happening all he had to do was sit up like two inches and he could you know he could breathe that's strange or just undo the belt but no he just they found him just slouched on the ground choked to death I think there probably would be signs of struggle because I mean if you, even if you were to kill yourself that way I think it would take you a very long while yeah to actually just commit to doing that but I wonder if they found any like drugs in the system or if he was no, drinking nothing that's strange i knew you're gonna ask that but no they, they found nothing in him he was he just <laughs> just choked himself to death on his bedpost on a bedpost it's it's kind of funny to hear these stories coming out of small towns because i you watched the movie the fourth kind yeah and this lady who is this doctor and even to this day, and I'm not even sure if this is like, a, is it a true story? Yeah. I mean, the the facts surrounding it are a true story. Yeah, actually, true the facts. woman that was in the video, like telling the story. I'm not, I don't mean uh, Mila Jovovich. <laughs> I mean the actual woman, you know, telling the story <laughs> that, that she's she's playing. That's really her. That's that's her yeah. telling the story. That's that's an actual interview. And those are actual video footage of her. And you know that's what's so cool about that movie is because they don't—they didn't just reenact it or dramatize it. They literally did it side by side. Had side by side, the real footage and the, um, you know, the dramatized or not the dramatized version because it's literally like exact. they're both equally they did exactly drama. like it. Yeah, 
they did it exact. So if you if you've never seen this movie, you gotta check it out. It's pretty crazy, but it's it's sort of strange though because it's always with these small towns and I'll, and a lot of of occurrences they're usually either secluded mm-hmm. or there's like no really real way to get those stories out at that time anyways yeah. i think that the population of that town was at like four or five thousand people where in alaska in alaska i think about so but um this place in brazil only had two thousand people that's crazy so it's a tiny place i mean i know we live in a small place like what four over four thousand just a 4, little bit over four yeah around there that's half the, the size of the town we live in. And our town is small. And it is tiny. Yeah, it is like you see the same person I don't know, a million times a day <laughs> going around. Like it is, it is. Everybody tiny. has a routine, and you know it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but now that you say, I just pictured a couple of people that I see every morning doing the same thing. It's like you're living in the Truman Show. Yeah, it is. It is. It's like you're living in a Truman Show. It's a small town. Everybody does the same thing every day. It's just. It's, 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 it's kind of sad, <laughs> <laughs> but it's always these these small towns in a lot of cases. Yeah, and for some odd reason in Alaska, even if people were to say that the story was a hoax, the, the movie states as well that they were there were visits from the FBI that increased. Yeah, in that time frame, and are still visiting there today. And it's always with these senators and and people who are in office that kind of have that that like they people have, with credibility. They have credibility at the time while they're in office, and then they go out and say that it's mass hysteria or that it's a fake or a hoax, and there's nothing to be really looked into. Just like the whole thing with um with the lights over Phoenix, like yeah. he was saying that it was it's it's just. It was nothing, and he, he he mocked it and everything, and made himself look like a jackass. <laughs> but he he just kind of came out like with a a guy dressed up like a Martian and just made himself look dumb. But he like he even said that you know I regret doing that. But he later came out and said no, it was real. It really happened. They told so, me that they told me to cover it up. So who's they? Because he is the voice of that town. He's the, the FBI. Yeah, the government. It, so there was. That cover this up somehow there was a story of jesse jesse ventura conspiracy theorist conspiracy theorist, a guy who has that he was a governor and he had a story that he told and he said he was never into conspiracy theories before which is kind of a shocker because how he is now <laughs> and now he's just like really he's all out for it <laughs> i hope we never get to that point <laughs> i think you're never already receding, there receding a hairline in a little ponytail <laughs> Let me balled up to here on your headphones. Is this gonna be here? I still have a little, little, little fillet going. <laughs> no, but he said that when he won office for uh, the governor, I forgot what state it was, but he won. He was a governor, mm-hmm. and he said as soon as he won, he gets invited to his office, and when he walks upstairs, he said there's all these men sitting in black in his room. They're all in their. I mean, it's kind of strange. It could be like men in black or. So they could be CIA. So there's more than one agency there, but they were all but telling him like the what they say about like the actual Men in Black is they have weird features. They all look the same. They all look fake. They almost look photocopied. Like they're all cloned. Yeah. And they all have they don't they don't have any hair, like no eyebrows. They just look weird. They look they don't look human. It's disgusting. I mean, it's like a, looking at them. They look, they look creepy as hell. There's a video I think we can play here, and it's a video that you we just looked over the past week. Yeah. Of this lady sitting in an office building. I think she had files or oh, a yeah. like um, kind of like a what is it? Intel on a 
a UFO sighting, right? Yeah. And it was in this office of this, was he a lawyer? I want to say it was a lawyer. And she was the receptionist, and she was sitting outside in the in her desk, and this man walks in, and this lady's demeanor just changed totally. Like, she was totally submissive to this, to this guy. Like, it didn't start out that way. Like, right when he walked in, she was like, you know, yeah. he went to leave or get out or run or whatever. She got up. She was panicked. And, like, you know, you look at this guy. I'd probably feel panicked, too. This guy looked freaky, man. Man, it's giving me the chills even he thinking just, about he it. Looked, uh, he looked like that. Like, you know, he had no facial hair. He was standing up really, really his, straight. His, like, no eyelashes, no eyebrows. Just, just the way he looked. He walked. He looked like a freaking robot. When his he arms didn't in. move. Yeah, he walked in with just his arms by his side, not swinging him. Just walks in creepy as hell. And then he says something to her. I think she gets on the phone, doesn't she? Yeah. And, and then she goes back to the office and grabs those files. Yeah. He says something to her, and then it's just like she was in some kind of hypnotic state. Like, she just stopped, and she was, like, almost like she was totally susceptible to suggestion the second he opened his mouth. And she just started doing everything he wanted, and she was just, like, in some weird state. Like, she just walked over. Like, she was completely calm, got everything he wanted, and then walked out with him. And they never seen her again. That's creepy. And this this guy, there was an actual video of this guy too showing the the actual footage while he was recording it because he has, he said he's gonna hand it over to the police. Yeah. But he was on his phone. This guy's the boss, and he goes in and he records it. And he said something weird just happened, and he's recording it. And I gotta find that video too. But it's the same exact video, but he's he's actually giving his input on it. Uh huh. And he's a little freaked out too. <laughs> like this this guy wasn't pointing a gun at her to tell her to tell her to leave they haven't seen her in a while but he wasn't pointing a gun at her and that's the strange thing about it is like she was like in a total hypnotic state like she was totally submissive to what this guy wanted yeah and it just when you see it it's gonna give you the creeps i know i mean it's, it is it's weird like if that dude is walking my house it's strange walk in her house would have just kind of got up and just left this <laughs> podcast <laughs> to walk out <laughs> No, it is. It's, it's weird. It's, it's really weird. And didn't Dan Aykroyd actually have a, a run-in with something like yeah, that? Yeah, I keep I keep referencing Dan Aykroyd because he's like a he's like a really big voice in the UFO community and aliens and like he he wasn't he coming forward with something? He was gonna do a documentary. He was gonna do a documentary about it, and then the second he met with some people, when he walked outside, didn't. Wasn't there like uh, some vehicles following yeah, him? Yeah, and there's men in black. Men in black following him around. Did did one confront him or something? I think so, but he. I think he said that there was a. He was. I think he was smoking or something. Oh, that's right. And he said by the time he lit his cigarette and looked up, and he said, "If you were to see these these cars, they wouldn't be able to move this quick." He said, "There was nobody on the streets, no cars on the street." But by the time he lit a cigarette and looked up, there was an SUV parked there. Yeah. And he said he would have heard that thing drive up. And he thought it was weird, and I think he said he turned to somebody, talked to them when he looked back. The thing that car was gone, and he oh said, God. "For for that speed, you would have had to have heard the tires squealing, or the actual like revving of the engine, yeah, to get out of there." It was something quickly. like that. Yeah. I don't know if it's exactly that, but I'm just trying <laughs> paraphrasing, to like, trying him. to paraphrase it. Yeah, <laughs> but it's it is it's weird. Like it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of weird though because this guy. I mean, other than Coneheads, you wouldn't think this guy was into aliens or UFOs and things like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I 
think I, after that, he, it probably sparked his interest. Probably. Like, I love aliens and stuff, but Coneheads, ugh, I freaking hate Coneheads. They give me the creeps. You're an idiot. This, this is the dumbest <laughs> movie ever. Like, I watch it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but it's... I mean, these stories are strange to even look at, and a lot of the occurrences that happen around the world on YouTube, and I mean, it's almost frustrating because a lot of the times you can't really put credibility to the story. Yeah. And there's like no real credibility to any UFO sighting, any, I mean, I know there's this doctor, and that's somewhat... Like, I mean, like, that, like, saying that, like, after you, you know, I always thought the same thing until I found this story. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, this you can't gather that many people together and be like, okay, this is what we're going to say. <laughs> and to the point a, where the actual Air Force comes in. The town hall meeting? <laughs> yeah. What do you got to why? say, Helga? Why, why, why? Like, they, they have no reason. Yeah. Like, they literally have no reason to do something like that. Unless and and just... not only that, like, um, I can't remember when. Uh, I think not too long after that, they actually found someone. A body that was uh, mutilated in Brazil. Oh, that's strange. Just like how, like you know, if you look into like the whole like cow mutilation thing, it's like you know, I always like laugh because like, why is it like this whole thing about cows and aliens? Yeah. Like I remember even walking through a casino and there was a game and they're like these these cows getting zapped up and you got like That's strange. It though. made me laugh until like I really looked into it. And I was like, dude, that is weird. Like, why is it cows? Like I told you, like I think it's just because they're, they're, they're easy. Easy prey. <laughs> yeah, they're easy prey for anything. So is it like dude, you walk up on the cow, it just looks at you like it doesn't care. And at you were all. you were yeah. saying, I mean, I remember watching watching this documentary, and they're trying to test the mutilation theory. Yeah. Like, can a human do this? And it's possible. There was a vet a vet that came in, and she had la- she did everything that they thought of lasers to. To cut and things but like these that. things have been happening forever. Yeah, before um, that kind of technology. Yeah. But this lady took, I think it was like fourteen or sixteen hours to do one mutilation yeah. on one and cow. People are going to bed tonight, probably, and they're waking up and there's mutilated cows outside, like dozens within an eight hours, an eight-hour time period of going to sleep. But the thing about this, like her, um, like the little test she did, you have to take into account that. Uh, if you if you look this stuff up, there's um every time they find one of these animals mutilated, you know um, they find parts of them cut out like their eyes, but it's not just their eye being cut out. It's like everything's gone, like everything's pulled out, and it's like the cuts are laser precise. So all that's left is basically your skin and bones, just the meat, the meat and skin, like your your blood is gone. Your organs are gone. Like, even ears are cut out, and not even just the ear cut. It's not like they're cutting the ear off. They're pulling everything out. It's strange. It's, it's like completely, like, almost hollowed. It's like they're just going... <laughs> sucking yeah, it out. <laughs> but, like, the weird thing is, is um, these cuts, they're always carterized. So, it, like, it burns the hole, and then it sucks everything out. But there's never a drop of blood around the body. It's strange. So people were thinking maybe they they hauled them off and then you know, did all this, sucked all sucked everything out of them, cut off pieces of them and put them back, and then you know just 
it probably happens with like within an instant like but the, the <laughs> thing is is there's never any tracks there's never any footprints there's yeah. never any tracks around them there's never any uh signs of a helicopter and a lot of these farmers say they, they've never heard a sound through the whole night it's completely silent you'd hear a freaking chopper in your backyard yeah <laughs> Like you would, you would hear a helicopter, you would hear a truck, but there is no tracks on the ground. There's no tire marks. There's no signs of a helicopter. There's no uh, signs of an animal. There's no footprints. There's no hoof prints of the cow. It's always a hundred yards or so away from the tr- the closest tracks around. So them. what's the difference between how people say that chupacabra does it and well, an alien? Well, for one, there you see their bite marks. Oh right, and two it's just it just takes the blood and now, the, the funny organs. thing like you say that like you know in um some of these places like uh, i think uh in like i was talking about brazil they actually called these things chupa chupa which, oh weird uh, in portuguese it translates to sucker and in spanish um el chupacabra is what like the, the sucker or whatever yeah. is, what, what it's called ask ask your wife yeah <laughs> but they uh that's 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 what they called them and you know like a lot of these places where this happens that that's usually what they call them like that's all this whole thing they thought that it was um that el chupacabra but when they finally found this this actual animal like you know it is it's a all right you're saying you can take the audio no from i'm that. not gonna do the audio is gonna be messed up it's for a second because ugly. of him he messed up technical difficulties <laughs> it's gonna sound ugly <laughs> i don't care <laughs> okay so the dog okay so the dog, like you know, the El Chupacabra is is a dog-like animal. Mm. They said it was a cross between, I think, like a, a coyote and I think like a wolf or something. And when it, it kills its, you know, its prey, it just takes the blood. It just sucks all the blood out of it. That's it. You know, that's what it lives off of, and that's what it feeds off of. But these, um, you know, all these animals that like these cows or this even this person in Brazil, they all their organs were sucked out of the body out of like quarter-sized holes. And they were like carterized when they were cut, so it wasn't like you know two little teeth marks. It was holes in like specific places to suck out specific organs or all of them. And you were saying these things, their organs would have had to have been like melted down to get yeah, melted down like small. almost like a creamy type, you know, consistency. That's what it would have to been to suck them out of their body. That's strange. And not only that, they always like pretty much cut off their lips. Why do they need that like, stuff? They like, like tear they, off like the whole mouth. It's like they're much. making like sausages or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like if they're just studying certain things. But the funny thing is, like when um, you said that uh, all these, um, remember you, you brought up um, all these um, abductions and stuff started happening around a certain time. Like they skyrocketed. Yeah. So did these. Oh, now, weird. like, you know, the whole thing, like what I was thinking, you know, like right when you started talking about that and I started researching this, it's almost like they actually um, came to an agreement. Like they're allowed to take so many or so many um, or do experiments on so many things or people like they had a, like almost like a, a agreement between them. And that's and like that's like some crazy theory like the, that I came across. Was it was it Eisenhower? Is that who I said it was? Anyways, the president who's, who was actually put in order to start Area 51, they were saying, like I said in the last podcast, they were saying there was like an urban legend, urban legend that he went and ate, ate, <laughs> ate the extraterrestrials <laughs> and had dinner with He them. went and ate one. 
<laughs> he went and met dinner with freaking aliens. But um, he went and met with like these aliens. Yeah. And for some odd reason, within I feel like I started yelling <laughs> that one night. <laughs> and if I did, it's because of him. And then he, he had the, the music. So uh, it was just today. Today's an off day. The music won't be loud when you hear this, but it was loud for me. <laughs> You're yelling all over top so, you know. so after he meets with these aliens, then that's when abduction started to skyrocket. Is that what you're talking yeah. about? Yeah. And for some odd reason, the U.S. started advancing in technology. Yep. And this 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 one took place in Brazil, and you're saying that around a certain time period, that's when they started to skyrocket too as well. In Brazil. It's almost, and that's what you're saying. It was like, like in the 70s. It was it's like almost in like 77, I think, was when this um, Calaris incident happened. So that could be one of the reasons that the U.S. or any government doesn't really talk about aliens or UFOs or any sightings because there could be like a treaty. Yeah, it's almost like okay, uh, you help us advance our technology, and uh, you can go probe some guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably what it is. There's an actual doctor who specializes in probes. You know that? That is just. <laughs> like this is this is an accredited doctor. He was like one of the best in his field. He's world renowned. And just he, when I hear the word like something grow, bro, did you? <laughs> he said the wrong images pop in my head. I'm like those poor guys, man. <laughs> That's just sad. Him an alien penis up there. <laughs> I didn't mean that, but okay. <laughs> but uh, what they're what what they're saying, what this guy is saying is this guy's a doctor. But he specializes in people who say they were abducted by aliens, but for some reason they have this metal piece inside of them. They think it's a tracker. Some yeah. people say they feel it vibrate. Some people feel like it moves. Yeah. Or it gets hot. Or, you know, stuff like that. And they have videos of him actually going in with and x-ray. those people... And those things are moving like crazy. Yeah. And they actually see him moving. But those people actually, they say that they see UFOs constantly. Yeah. It's almost like they're watching it's like a, strange, it's like a tracker program. It's a strange thing because there's people who, who are accredited in the UFO community. And this guy who made Extraordinary on Netflix a while back, he was saying that for some reason he knows when he's going to see a UFO outside. Like he has the feeling like some... Like he has some feeling that he has to go outside, take his camera, and just look up, and he'll see. Yeah, like he has his camera with him all the time. Yeah, it's like they're calling him, telling him that they're gonna be outside. It's like time to visit. That's weird. And he goes outside every time. Does he have pictures and stuff? Yeah, this guy's this guy's videos. Does he say like, okay, he says all this, and he has his camera constantly, but no, I don't have no pictures. (laughs) His videos are crazy. This is, I think, it's the same guy who was seeing aliens outside his window. You remember that video? The guy with the phone calls? Yeah. Oh, I don't like No, that. it's a different guy. Oh, it might yeah, be. The, is that. it the same guy? I think it is. Yeah, it is. When is he got it? interviewed, um, what is it? Uh, what show? Um, one of these news um, shows. But yeah, I remember he, when they interviewed him, he was talking about that. Like, they, they intercept his phone calls. Yeah. Like he even has recordings of it, like, between him and his wife. You know, like, his phone, cell phone and her cell phone. And there's actual, like, um... An interception, and you can hear this thing talking to his wife and him. It's, so, it's, it's calling by their names. It's the ugliest thing. I mean, this, this story. But they don't call him by his name. They call him Dad. Yeah, Dad or Daddy, Daddy or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, mm, 
almost like they're really young, like the way they, their voices are. Yeah, they're about like 12, creepy. 13 years old, he said, because he said he's seen them before. And they look like angelic children. They yeah. said they just look angelic, like the way their eyes are, the way you, you like, you know, you, you'd think a, a, an angel would look. That's how they look. Except for the one sitting in... <laughs> <laughs> in his in his book signing, yeah, his book signing. That thing was okay. Cool. So this guy had um, a book signing that he or a book release he went to, and this guy is no, known for seeing these children that are supposedly aliens. Yeah, and and not only that, they intercept his phone calls. Yeah, they intercept like his phone that. calls all the time. And he said, anytime he gets a phone call from a random number, he always records it because it's most likely these girls. And um, he goes to this book release, and people are noticing on camera and video when after the, the event was over people were freaking out about this girl inside of the event because she was acting weird and she was creeping people out she wasn't only acting weird she looked she weird looked, <laughs> she looked weird like her her cheekbones were like raised out of her almost skin. like uh almost like that guy in men in black when his face is getting distorted because <laughs> the skin wouldn't fit right. <laughs> That's what she looked like. She's trying to look too human. She's trying to look human, but she can't. <laughs> like her cheekbones and her um, eyebrow, like her bones up here, like her facial structure and everything, it just looks weird. Yeah. It is weird. I'll show that video. I'll show his audio, and I think we'll end there. Okay. And we'll pick this up. Next Thursday, 7 o'clock, we're entering into another episode on aliens. I mean, this is probably one of our favorite topics, and we can go for months. <laughs> and next Thursday, 7 o'clock p.m., uh, we actually have another podcast that we got to release last week. And you mean the video? The video yeah. version. And that will be out uh, maybe today, this morning, maybe. You guys can check that out on our Facebook.com, on our Facebook at Facebook.com slash Hour. I'll, I'll also try to get these uploaded to YouTube. It's kind of hard. It's like takes forever and our internet shuts off and it's like, that's stupid. Uh, <laughs> YouTube at Fallen Hour. Go follow our pages at Fallen Hour and at C.Linux on Facebook. My name is C.Linux. This is Marcus and you're listening to Fallen Hour Radio.